Hey, real quick, I have some amazing news to share with you, but I need your help. As you know, my mission is to transform your life by helping you become the best version of yourself. I'm creating an exclusive academy designed just for you, but I need to learn more about your unique challenges and aspirations. That's why I put together a short survey and I need you to participate. Your input will help me tailor the program to your specific needs, ensuring we can make a real difference together. After you complete the survey, I will add you on Snapchat and personally message you to express my gratitude for your valuable input. And please keep in mind, your submission is going to be contributing to a huge movement that's going to change the lives of millions of your peers. And as a bonus, 25 lucky participants will be selected to gain early access to the beta version of the Academy. The survey will only be open for a limited time and these 25 spots will fill up quickly. So if you're ready to change your life forever, go to cwa.ai. That's cwa.ai. I hope you enjoy the episode and thank you for joining me on this meaningful journey. There are times where I'll get texts at 6.30, 7 a.m., but I don't respond to them. There's also times where I get texts during the day and I'm focused and I don't respond to them. I'll respond to them in a few hours or that night or that evening. If it's not urgent, you don't need to make it urgent. Welcome to the Influencer Secrets Podcast, where we explore the true nature of social media and equip you with the vital tools, insights, and wisdom to help you become the best version of yourself. Your journey to reclaiming control of your reality begins here. In this episode, I'm going to be discussing five productivity hacks that I use every single day to make sure I'm being productive and maximizing my use of time. All of the following strategies have helped me become massively productive and efficient in my work. So I hope you can at least take one of these and implement them because I promise you that by just using one, you will severely improve your ability to utilize your time and be productive. But real quick, if you're new here and you don't know who I am, my name is Cole Gonzalez, otherwise known as Coral on social media. I have over 6.5 million followers across all my social media platforms, and I went from nearly broke to now doing multiple six figures in annual income through social media. The reason I am doing this podcast every single day is for you. It's to help you hopefully not make the same mistakes that I've made so far in my social media career, but also in the journey of becoming the young man that I am today. Hopefully we can learn together and you can get some value out of some of the things I have to say. And I hope you show up tomorrow and the next day and the next day, basically every day. My goal is to provide as much value to you as possible. So thanks for being here. Now, most people use this as a flex to say, I wake up early and I'm really alpha and it's cool. And sure, maybe it is kind of cool to wake up early. Tell you when it wasn't cool when I first started doing it because I was extremely tired, but now my body has adapted. Waking up early allows me to work in silence. The world is very quiet at 4 to 5 a.m. And it's quiet until maybe 8, 9, 10 a.m. I'm able to have three to five hours of extremely focused, uninterrupted work. That is why I wake up so early because I am able to have some peace and really focus in during these first few hours and do what I have to do without getting texts or called or having obligations like meetings. Also, something that is very important that most people don't look at is not just having a general time of when you want to wake up, but setting a bedtime. It doesn't really help if you're getting up at 4 to 5 a.m. and you're going to bed at 2 a.m. It's impossible. Typically, I like to be in bed by 9 or 9.15 and then asleep by 9.30, maybe 10 at the latest. Typically, I can get by on 6 to 7 hours and it's plenty for me. I actually don't like sleeping more than 7 hours because it feels unproductive and I actually don't really feel much better which follows the law of diminishing returns. You can only get so much sleep until there's no huge returns. For me, that's the difference between seven to eight hours. Seven hours is plenty for me. Six, we'll get the job done. Getting up early for me allows me to stay focused, but also keep in mind, 
I am going to bed at a reasonable time, which is really important. Don't force yourself to wake up early if you're not getting enough sleep. There's plenty of research and scientific literature that points to not getting enough sleep and being dumber. And if you're listening to me right now, most likely you do not want to be more dumb. So make sure you get enough sleep, but also challenge yourself to get up earlier and try this. And maybe you're not a morning person. Maybe you're a night person. It's completely up to you, but this is something that works for me. Number two, do not respond to texts right away. This is a huge one. And it also falls in line with number one. There are times where I'll get texts at 6.30, 7 a.m., but I don't respond to them. There's also times where I get texts during the day and I'm focused and I don't respond to them. I'll respond to them in a few hours or that night or that evening. If it's not urgent, you don't need to make it urgent. What I've had to teach myself is that people's problems are not mine. If it's not in my schedule and someone brings something up to me and it's not relevant to what I'm working on in the day, it can wait. You need to have this mindset when you are trying to be focused and achieve things that require focus. How do you expect to make any progress when every 30 minutes you get a text and then it turns into a 20-minute conversation and now three hours of your day have gone by over nine different texting sessions because 20 minutes times nine is three hours, which seems in the moment like, oh, it's only 20 minutes, but it adds up. So being able to not reply or not pick up the phone call and stay focused is huge because those little moments of 15, 20 minutes add up. Three hours a day for a month is 90 hours. Think about that. Number three, I don't consume social media for pleasure, and I recommend that you don't either. Now, I'm not saying you have to go all in like me because this is the type of person that I am. It's kind of something I have to do or else if I allow myself to go on social media, I'm going to engage a lot. And I'd rather not engage at all than allow myself the chance of overindulging. I only go on social media for a few reasons. One, to post. Two, to network. Or three, to respond to messages from you guys, see what stories I'm getting tagged in, and things along those lines of interacting. Obviously, reading comments, responding to comments. And when I say reading comments, I know I've said in the past, I don't read comments. It's true. But I will read the positive comments. I just don't give a fuck about the negative ones. But making sure that you're not consuming social media for pleasure. We've talked about social media's effect on our internal reward system, dopamine, and how scrolling on social media is like gambling. It's like being at the slot machine. You scroll, you scroll, just like you pull the lever on a slot machine, and eventually you get that big win, that intermittent reward system. And while we're on the topic, I recommend that you go and do a little bit of research about the intermittent reward systems that exist in our world today and their effect on our internal reward system, our dopamine. It's very interesting. Perhaps we'll cover that in a later episode in depth. But being able to separate yourself from social media is very hard, especially if you're someone who is consuming it a lot. But that is because social media targets our reward system, dopamine, and it's very pleasurable to engage in social media content. These algorithms promote content that increases dopamine, which means this is why you go on social media and you're always laughing or it's always exciting because it's targeting that system. But as we know, you only have a limited amount of dopamine. So the more that you spend on places that are not benefiting your success or your career or your path, the less you will have to use it on those things. Hey, Coral Army, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you could spare a moment to leave a review, it will help us reach and inspire even more people. And if you know someone who truly benefit from this episode, please take a few seconds to share it with them. Your small act of kindness might be just what they need to conquer their day. Now let's get back to the show. Number four, intermittent fasting. This is something that I developed before I even knew the benefits of it. And the main reason that I do it is because of its effect on the brain. If you go back to our ancestors and animals in general, they have one big meal and then they fast. Our ancestors were forced to hunt for food. When you're in a fasted state, your dopamine and adrenaline 
two very important neuromodulators for drive, focus, attention, and pursuit are extremely high. You can stay in this neurological state by consuming fats and protein. Now, the moment that you consume carbs, which have tryptophan, which is a precursor to serotonin, that is when your body starts to relax more. And we've talked about dopamine, adrenaline, and serotonin in previous episodes, but just a quick rundown again. Dopamine is responsible for reward and pursuit. Adrenaline increases alertness. I'm sure you've heard of the term an adrenaline rush. It increases blood flow to the brain and other parts of the body when adrenaline is pumping. And serotonin is responsible for those more relaxed feelings that you have. As a rule of thumb, you want to be more alert and have the ability to pursue earlier in the day. And then later in the evening, you obviously want to have a more rested, relaxed feeling. Those feelings are all correlated with certain makeups and certain levels of neuromodulators in your brain. So in order to optimize those neuromodulators, I use intermittent fasting so I can be more alert and pursue and attack my day earlier on in the day. I end up eating my first meal probably around 1, 2, 3 p.m. Sometimes later, sometimes earlier, but typically in that range. And the number five way to optimize your day is to use a calendar or some sort of schedule. I've noticed that in my community, most people are not using a calendar. I personally have an assistant who I give everything to that I need to do, and she schedules it for me. But before, I would use my own calendar. Having to schedule things in your head and keep things in your head allows for less room to focus on the actual tasks that matter. It takes you five to 10 minutes to make a Google Calendar account, to make a Microsoft Calendar account, to literally just schedule things on your phone. In my opinion, it's just lazy to not have a calendar and you're only hurting yourself. So I strongly advise that you use some sort of calendar to track your day, to track your tasks. It allows you to offload the calendar that you have in your head onto a place where you don't have to think about it. Because if you have 10 things to do today, you have to think about 10 things and the thing that you're doing right now, as opposed to having 10 things in a calendar, you only have to think about the one thing you're doing right now. Sounds simple, but most people don't do it. Like I said, if you implement just one of these things into your day right now, you will optimize your time. And we talked a little bit about optimizing neuromodulators. As you guys know, I'm very passionate in neuroscience and it's something I want to share more with you guys because it is something that has strongly impacted my life. I don't think neuroscience is talked about enough in the younger generation and I truly believe that if you guys had a better understanding of at least the basics of neuroscience, you could protect yourself from a lot of the activities, behaviors, and environmental factors that may be contributing negatively to your sense of well-being and your ability to focus, pursue things, and conquer your goals and aspirations. I highly recommend that you download or save this episode for future reference so you can come back and implement these things one by one. Obviously, like I've said in the past, don't beat yourself up if you cannot implement all the tools I give you right away. You're human, I'm human, and these things that I've implemented into my life did not just come all at once, they came over time. So understand that just like you, I'm a person who is flawed and did have to make mistakes. And there were days in the past where I set the standard for not responding to text right away, and I still did it. And there were days in the past where I forgot to add something to my calendar or I should have and I didn't. It's just part of the process. But getting better every single day is the goal here. So just remember that as you're implementing these things. I'll see you in the next episode.